Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? So I didn't get to uh, party with you too. Uh, pre-existing condition is I don't like little babies running around and uh, headbutting my kneecaps <laughs> or sick uh. kids. <laughs> That's Steve's baby sneezing, by the way. No, uh, actually, I couldn't make it. And I was actually very sad about it. But Steve, you celebrated the first birthday of Izzy over the weekend. I did. Her first birthday was on Saturday. It was a really good time. She had a big piece of cake and tons of ice cream. And I posted a photo of uh, she was her in a food coma. That. Yeah, for she sure. was. <laughs> After she stuffed her face with cake and ice cream, she kind of just like stared off into nothingness. Because yeah. awesome. she was just like, I ate so much. Just you could just see it on her face. Covered in frosting and chocolate. Fact number two. That she curved point number two that she could be mine. <laughs> there you go. Gin, she loves cake. Hair, loves cake. Uh, plus, you know, Steve's wife is a dime piece. So, uh, <laughs> Christine, I heard from Steve today that you like to buy that people should be inviting you to their kids' birthday parties because <laughs> that you are a is gift that true, giver. Steve? Yeah, because not only do they buy, does she buy gifts for the kid whose birthday it is, but all of their siblings as well. That's amazing. I felt I felt wrong going to the birthday party and only having something for. Izzy. So I oh, had to buy something for Charlotte. You're a much better uh, human than I, Christine, because <laughs> I would have given Charlotte an empty box. She ran. <laughs> she's so sweet. She ran up to me right when I got there and gave me a hug and just kept giving me hugs all throughout oh, the party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it worked, she's Steve. So sweet. You, Steve practiced a few weeks ago. He yeah. bought a uh, <laughs> tiny blow-up doll mm-hmm. and dressed it like Christine and had her practice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so be nice to Christine. She buys gifts. <laughs> yes, she does. That is so funny. So how was Charlotte, Steve? I did, I've been waiting all day to to ask you how was charlotte with the uh the whole sibling birthday thing because i know that she has a little bit of and, and it's typical jealousy going on right now charlotte is three izzy is one she was actually surprisingly good about the whole thing you were worried and yeah and i mean she was like super happy for her sister's first birthday she was going around and uh like telling people it was her birthday she was singing her happy birthday throughout the day so she did really well with it I was wow surprised. Yeah, because yeah, I know, brother, you were worried. Mm-hmm. She uh, also played man. with the neighborhood kids, too, so she had some distractions. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. A bunch of kids came over from a neighbor's house and played with her. So. Is that your buddy neighbor? I mean, I know you like a yeah. lot of your neighbors, but, yeah, that's your, uh, your your buddy, your pal, your chum. Yep, yeah, he's a cool guy. Okay, so uh, did he come over as well? Did yes, you have, he did, him and his wife. Did you have many uh, adult beverages on Saturday, or were you just too busy making sure everything was perfect? Uh, I had several adult beverages to deal with all the because, I mean, I, I barely got to talk to anybody. I was just cooking the vast majority of the time, it felt like. So, uh Dan and uh, Dan and I, Dan of Connie and Fish, uh, Connie's husband Dan, and I had planned months ago to go visit Kathy, 
which is Connie's friend uh, in Detroit uh, that Connie went to high school with, and then also to uh, visit uh, Connie's mother and take her out to lunch, uh, who's, by the way, a lot of people have been asking how she's doing. She said, I told her that. She said, uh, thank you very much to the Click of Six that have been asking about her. Uh, she is doing well. Her She is about the same as when I saw her at Connie's funeral back yeah. in January. But uh, so Dan and I were out of town, so Dan and I thus did not get to go to that party. But I was at Kathy's house after we had lunch with uh, Connie's mother, and we stayed at Kathy's house and just kind of had a, a salute to Connie, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at Kathy's house, and it was myself, Dan, and Kathy. Uh, her girlfriend hadn't uh, shown up yet. And uh, we were chatting, and we were outside Kathy's house under an umbrella, you know, like a patio furniture umbrella thing, because I'm a ginger. And it was super hot and sweaty, and all I was thinking about was how miserable you probably were with the heat. Oh, and standing in front of a grill, too. I was, like, pouring sweat all day. I was (laughs) soaked by the end of the party. I can't blame you for having a beverage here and there, too. (laughs) Now, did your wife get to have a couple as well? Because she's more of the uh, drinker. Yeah, yeah, we all had beverages. Everyone enjoyed themselves with adult beverages. No drama, nothing? No. Darn it. (laughs) <laughs> I was hoping Why was, are you looking for yeah. drama? Man, well, hey, that's what we do, boo. That's the show. We could we could workshop it together. Where, where's your drama? You Ooh. why don't you bring the drama from your life? I could so flip this on you right now. I have no drama. All I did was sit around a picnic table and cry about my friend who died earlier this year. How you feeling? (laughs) 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 See her laughing at my tears. Right? I know. That's why it's hard for me to show emotion with Christine. Because she she just just laughs laughs at you, I know. Yeah, she's like, you're fat and crying and points. (laughs) (laughs) What a loser. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Host Jeopardy one day? God. Uh, We are going to talk later on today about the... uh, We're going to wait because... the audio I have audio of uh, this guy that was gonna host Jeopardy. No, oh, no. Um, and I have the audio, like real audio, not fake or yeah. anything else. Of the uh, when he used to do a show where he was uh, where he was on a podcast. Yeah, made some comments. Yeah, and it's uh, the, I have the I have them. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna share them, but we're gonna wait until later on today for that. Uh, we'll do that later on, and we'll probably in a, you know, in a couple hours or so, whenever. We'll do that in a few hours. And uh, also today, we're, we're going to talk about a, a really uh, sad day in New York City. Things don't always work out like you planned. Uh, put it this way. Oh, Mandy, uh, she came and then left when it was raining. We'll talk about that. <laughs> You're looking at me like you, you've got three, your three hits, three bong rips in right now. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm just waking up. Okay. Well, you wake up. We'll talk about the cheesy Pop-Tart and all that stuff today Ooh. as well. And a really fun text question of the day that has to do with school because a lot of people going back to school now. Mm-hmm. Teachers going back to school. College professors going back to school. College employees going back to school. Students going back to school. Oh, yeah. See, I was trying to remember the other one. <laughs> Thank you. That's why you're here. Okay, question for you. When is the last time, Christine, mm-hmm. you actually stayed in a hotel? For real, I'm not being naughty or whatever. Uh, does it an Airbnb count or no? It's not a hotel. I don't know. You it, don't know? No, it okay. had to have been before the pandemic. Okay, see, I've done it since pandemic, so I know a little bit how things are different. Steve, yeah. you stayed at one in Iowa recently. Did I? You were in Illinois, probably. I just keep saying Iowa. because. Yeah, we did. Yeah, there, I had to think about go. that, too. Yes, 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 we did. We did. Okay, so you stayed in one there. When you uh, did, did baby Charlotte love using the pool? Yes, she did. What if I were to tell you 
that in the future of Baby Show, that were there other kids in the pool there, or was it like you had to book a yeah, tag? there's a few. Because the hotel I stayed at recently since pandemic, uh, you have to book a time for the pool. Actually, that's what really. Yeah, my friend uh, Biatch Alicia, her uh, partner Christina, and I got together, and we we all got a hotel one night. We each had our own rooms, obviously just so we could go and have a little pool party. Yeah. And we you had to book a slot of time for the pool. You get an hour per room. So we had two hours because we had two rooms. Yeah. So a lot of hotels, and you gotta be, I want you to be ready for this. A lot of hotels are gonna start charging you for weird things. So there's this company called MCR Development. Now they have hotels all over the United States of America. Very many, many, many hotels. Uh, they have some in like upper Wisconsin. They don't have any in Michigan, but they, they choose, like, uh, a couple in Upper Wisconsin, none in Michigan, and choose Ohio. Eh, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Uh, who would want to do that? So, again, uh, they own over 100 large hotels, large hotels around the country. Yeah. They're the fourth largest hotel operator in the United States of America, and they're testing their new a la carte business mode. Now, this is uh, per the Wall Street Journal. They did a whole story on it. Everything is a la carte now. So you check into your hotel room. Do you want to check in early because you got here earlier? Sure. 20 bucks. What? Yep. Hmm. Uh, oh, you want to check out late because your flight got delayed. Maybe yeah. you want to rest in your room a little bit. Normally, they throw you a bone on that. 20 bucks? 20 bucks. Wow. Uh, additional fee to use the gym. I don't know what that is. Uh, I know what a gym is. But, I was about to say, yeah. a gym is a place where you work out. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't you have a membership. I don't understand that. Uh, 25 bucks to use the pool. What a wow. scam. Well, is it, though? They yeah, claim you're it's already, going. You're well, already paying to stay at the place. Well, their point is. We're going to be, you know, COVID, pandemic, prices are rising. We're going to use this to offer slightly cheaper rates on rooms. They're like, so don't freak out yet. But if you're getting all that other stuff. Well, then don't get it. Okay. I don't know. I just won't, I wouldn't stay at that hotel. Really? Mm-mm. Because they're the hotels. I've, I kind of stalked them over the weekend, their website. Yesterday I was looking at it. Uh, they're the, the website. So they're the hotels you're going to want to stay at. Mm. Yeah, nah, you're bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed at a $25 a night hotel room with a party phone line if you needed it for emergencies. When you don't I was, want to stay at those was, hotels. When I was driving down to, and if you used the pool, it was half full. And they, trust me, the, the circulation pump wasn't on. Oh, gross. Because the water didn't match, yeah. That's not even a hotel. I slept, well, that's a different type of hotel. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was 25 a night in St. Louis when I was driving oh down to Florida. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so not bougie. You, I mean, little bougie. Y- you, you prefer crazy, maybe with a little side of murder, so it makes sense. Yeah, well, do you know statistically... <laughs> A little side of murder. You know, (laughs) that's a good point. Yeah, I can't. You know, when something hits you and you go, she's right. I can't even argue. I do like like that. Crazy with a side of murder, please. Is that a la carte? Yeah. Oh my God, how amazing would that be? So, for today, our text question of the day has to do with school starting. So, with the year beginning and everybody's, you know, uh, whether your kids are going to school, maybe they already started. Maybe they're starting today. Maybe they're starting, I don't know, in a week or two. I know, obviously, like the college, not all the colleges are back and whatnot. So, uh, either way, it's back to school season. It is back to school season. A lot of schools are starting or have started and are starting today. So, the question is really simply what is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Like, you have to choose one. Like, it's very hard for me. I felt like Christina. There were so many in my head. Mm hmm. 
But Christine, what is your favorite memory from when you were in school? So I had to go with our football games because a group of us would always go together and meet other friends up. And then after the football games, a giant group of us would always end up at Coney Island and spend the rest of the night there. Coney Island like... Uh, like, it- like the restaurant. Like a Coney you, Island restaurant. You look at me like I should know, but really. <laughs> yeah, from being I mean, in uh, Metro Detroit, the, the Coney Island is a very Metro Detroit thing. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so we don't. She looked at me. I am sorry. Hold on. She, she She's like, you big dummy. Like, I didn't know what McDonald's was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't grow up in Detroit. I grew up in, like, the Lansing area, you know? That's mm-hmm. like, you had at least one, though, right? No. Oh. Um. So, yeah, Coney is almost like a diner. But they, uh, like a Denny's. Yeah, almost. That's a good way to put it. Um, so we'd always go there afterwards and just, I don't know. It was just so much fun. We used to have the best times at the football games and then afterwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Is that where you would kiss the boys? Sometimes. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> you know she would. She's a, she's a mouth tease. She'll make out with you and then she'll go, okay, I got to go. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> What is your? She's laughing because it's true. It is. What is your? It is fact. I have proof. Uh, what is your favorite memory from when you were in school, Steve? Mine would be air and space days uh, that we used to have in elementary school. Okay, um, wait. Air and space days, not air and space. Right? Air and space, or I, I forget it was, if it was air and space. Or if it's aerospace. Okay, but it's not it's a. It's not a man named Aaron Space. Thank you. Because... No, it is not a man named Aaron <laughs> like, Space who yeah, showed up at the school and did magic tricks. You guys grew up like a mile from each other, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, is this is Aaron Space Day something we should all know? Too? No, 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 no. So, and I, I, it's funny because Christine went to the same uh, elementary school as me, but I'm pretty sure the teacher that ran these was gone by the time she was old enough to go to them. But uh, he had he was an engineer, an aerospace engineer, and he ended up being a fifth grade teacher. And uh, he basically had a bunch of friends in the military and aerospace programs. Oh, wow. So, like, I remember there being a tank at my school. I remember a Black Hawk helicopter landing in the soccer field, and all the kids got to go check it out and go inside and that's stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that yeah. was definitely gone when I went there. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, so they did that every huh. year, uh, like right before the end of the school year when uh, summer was approaching, so and I rem- it was awesome. I remember in elementary school, they used to do the Science Alive. That was really cool, but we never did No, it didn't sound space. anything like that, no. So today's mm-hmm. text question of the day, what's your favorite memory from when you were in school? Uh, Christine went to a place called Coney Island, which was like Denny's after football games and would make out with random men. I yep. didn't put that part in <laughs> my answer. I felt it was like just it was being there. with all of our, all like the group of friends. Steve went to Air and Space Days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, this answer for me is pretty hard. Again, today's text question of the day. Message via the app right now or text in. What is your favorite memory from when you were in school? This was very hard for me. Uh, I was very torn on this one. The reason I was torn on this is I don't know if you know this, but I was the first ever youngest lead in a high school play at Langsburg High School history. And the only one in play history who didn't get the kiss from the girl. <laughs> That's Jennifer true. Stute. Unlike, uh, that's sad that you as well as Steve remember her name. <laughs> that's how mean these two are. Uh, and it's it's ironic that 
the she girl later became gave, our intern? Yeah, no, different Jennifer <laughs> Stu. Same name, different girl. But uh, the irony, too, is, Steve, yeah. that the girl that kisses all the boys, Christine, likes to pick on the guy that didn't get kissed. I know, right? right. <laughs> well, but even more so important than that, I was a, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I was the award-winning photo editor for the Langsburg High School yearbook and newspaper. Mm, yes. I actually only got beat out in one contest by Indianapolis High School. I'm not even joking. I solo beat them all from this little town with a graduating class of 68, Langsburg High School. What was the picture that was in competition? The that main one that won all the awards was uh, a horse-drawn carriage at funeral. Oh. It was very dark, very eerie, but very beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, it was artistic. Yeah, it was very, I have a good eye. Mm -hmm. It's my right one. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at you with my left, because it makes you fuzzy. <laughs> so my memory is just all like, my dark room was a janitor's closet, and that's when you didn't have computers to do. Yeah. You right. actually did it the old-fashioned old way, and it was awesome. That is really cool. I had a stereo in there. I had a cheesy old chair I bought and put in there, and, you know, I had fun in there, and it was it was a good time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was room for two in that dark room. Mm -hmm, that's you were right. the janitor. <laughs> Cleaning around you, hey, all the snacks you had. She was awesome and made cupcakes, so leave her alone. So yesterday we threw up a question on our social media about bucket list items. Extreme bucket list item. What would your extreme bucket list item be, Christine, if you had to do one? Um, It would probably be like kayak off of a... Waterfall? A waterfall, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Steve? Mine would have to be skydiving, even though I'm terrified of heights, but it just seems so cool. My brother says it's amazing, and I, I think I do it so bad. I, I do it with you, but I'm not doing it like where you're strapped to the front of me. Oh, yeah, let's go tandem. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, I was going to go skydiving. I finally got the, the, the stones to do it, mm -hmm. and I was a larger fish at the time. And they're like, ah, oh, you'll be fine. You're like three pounds under the weight limit. <laughs> and I'm like, no. No, <laughs> no, no, not doing that. Not doing that. Like, you know, here, have a candy bar. Boom. No parachute. Parachute doesn't work, you know? <laughs> That's so, uh, hilarious. let's talk about, I want to talk to you guys about the GG con uh, conservation in South Africa. Because if you have, I think you had said, uh, Christine, someone on our social media said something about sharks with skydive or sharks with bu extreme bucket lists. Yeah, they swim with sharks. I've done that. Did you really? Yep. Alicia and I did it on our honeymoon. That's How like far wife. are you actually from the sharks? Right is there them. is there like a a net in between you guys? Nope, nope. You swim all around them. They're they're not people eating sharks. All their teeth have been taken out, and you can tickle their bellies. I don't. I'm oh. lying about the teeth. I was yeah, like, I was like, that just seems like animal cruelty. Yeah, <laughs> but you can tickle their bellies, and you can pull a tooth if they uh, for an extra ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the zoo in South Africa. Called the, it's conservation actually called the GG Conservation offers a package where for 45 minutes with 77 rescued lions they will put you in a cage. What? They're, it's called the reverse zoo. They'll throw you into the middle of this area with 77 different mm. lions. Steve, I'm showing it to you guys right now on a monitor so you can see it. It's plexiglass. There's yeah. a couple little holes. They say, hey, you should be okay. No one's ever been you hurt. You should be you okay. You should be okay. That's yeah. the well, I mean, not you gotta a be guarantee. Careful. Famous last words. Uh, the, the lions will jump on top of the cage. They are in the video that I'm showing Christine yeah. and Steve right now. The female lion is sitting on top of the box or cage. And yeah. then showing male, her dominance. male lions are just kind of sniffing and looking around. 
Yeah, it's good for lions, actually, because it offers them... Oh, look uh, how he's rubbing his face like a kitty does. It, it offers them mental and physical stimulation. You know what I mean? It, like, gives them, it gives them something else to do. In their, and this is a saved rescue. And the whole price you pay to do this, to sit in a cage surrounded by 77 lions, how much do you think? 50 bucks. To sit in a cage in South Africa surrounded by I'll lions. I'll say 10 grand. 10 grand, okay. <laughs> Christine, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say 1200 bucks. 1200 bucks. Yeah. You're both wrong. It's only 130 bucks. Oh, oh not bad at all. Man, I should have stuck yeah. with my 50 bucks. <laughs> you, you easily would have won. 130 to 200 bucks. If you want to check it out, it's called GG Conservation in South Africa. Did you do it? Yes. I think I would, I would too. Yeah, I'd probably do that. It seems relatively safe. I would do it, but I would do it, and I do it with both of you because it does fit three. But I would spray Steve with like a meat scent. Well, that's not good. Oh, I guess they'd go after us too. Yeah, we're, yeah. Right, we're in the box with him. And yeah. you already have that natural meat scent fish. I do. <laughs> <laughs> when I sweat, when he sweats, yeah. I sweat Taco Bell. It's awesome. They want to use me for a commercial. <laughs> Christine, today's text question of the day is What is your favorite memory from when you were in school? So you can text in, you can message via the app. It's a free download in your app store. I know not all the schools are back today, but quite a few of them are. Some have orientations, and some people are moving their kids to college, and whatever you might be doing, or you're moving yourself to college. So just ask her, just answer this question right now. What is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Speaking of school, it's time for knowledge, Christine. I'm about to drop some knowledge on you right now. Are you all right? Uh, you are, you have the, really. You're the worst when it comes to this. It's uh, cycle time, Steve. Oh. Yeah, you should know this hmm. because she's in sync-ish with our wives. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why she's like, ah, I don't want to be here. Uh, yeah. I, I'm struggling Steve, a little bit, I'm does, not going to lie. Where's knowledge? Because Christine has two jobs, but right now the main job is her body and her heat. Well, bed. I mean, I already know where I want it to come from. Because oh, well, I then... could go for a glass of bourbon right now. Oh. Okay, again, you're making it too easy, but okay. <laughs> knowledge today comes from bourbon. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Our knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a wonderful glass of bourbon. Mm. In the town of Bourbon, Mississippi, there are many, many trees. <laughs> And the people of Bourbon all get together once a year. The Bourbonites. <laughs> the Bourbonites. And they milk the trees. That's right. The milky bourbon trees come every year right around September 14th. As they milk the milky bourbon trees and they put them in the milky bourbon casks, they will ship them all over the world. And here comes Christine walking into a store thinking it's Sunday at 8 a.m., how about a drink? <laughs> she sees the bourbon. She opens up the bottle in the middle of the store, places it to her mouth, and hears, What the hell are you doing in my store drinking bourbon at 8 a.m. on a Sunday? You have a problem. And she begins to consume it. The bourbon goes down her throat, does a 180-degree turn past her eye socket into her brain, thus providing knowledge. And comfort. There you go. <laughs> uh, do you know that you can hear a blue whale's heartbeat from more than two miles away? Whoa. Yeah. It's a big heart. Uh, yeah, it is. Boom, 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 boom. Almost three times more people speak English as, as a second language than actually as a first. 
English has roughly a billion people learning it as a second language, and only 370 million people speak it as a first. Wow. wow. Yeah. William Shakespeare's wife was named Anne Hathaway, like the actress. So you might want to remember that. If really? Seen, yep. William Shakespeare's wife was named Anne Hathaway. The first two men that ever kissed in a movie, it was a silent film in 1927 called Wings. And finally, for knowledge today, Christopher Columbus. So Christopher Columbus thought manatees. You know what a manatee looks like? Can you see it in your head, Steve? Can you describe yeah. a manatee? Yes, it's like a large, fat seal. There you go. Uh, he thought manatees were actually mermaids on his first journey to the Americas. <laughs> Christopher Columbus wrote in his journal in 1493 that he saw three mermaids, but, quote, they are not as beautiful as they are said to be. (laughs) (laughs) And now you have learned. A lot of schools have started or are starting today. Today's text question of the day is, what is your favorite memory from when you were in school? You can text in, you can message via the app. It's a free download in your app store. Steve, your favorite memory from when you were in school was an air and space days where they would bring in like helicopters and like cool yeah military school. helicopters like there's a black hawk, black hawk helicopter that landed in our soccer field one year is really cool christine cool. went to the same school a few years later football games and going to a restaurant called coney island in detroit right yeah it was a good time and you guys went to the same high school so uh you would make out with boys and go to football games and hang out with your friends yes i would yeah. i mean wait what that was christine <laughs> that was christine let's peep what's totes trending totes trending Okay, so uh, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with the uh, bad weather they had in New York City over the weekend. I don't know if a lot of people are really talking about it. Steve, I don't know if you know much about it. I know that you're kind of a, you know, a little bit about everything. Hurricane Henry? Yeah, That's so. What we're talking about? Yeah. Bingo. Uh, big New York City homecoming concerts happening in Central Park. They are going to shut it down about halfway through due to the bad weather. What's uh, who's performing at this concert? You ask. Well, uh, Elvis Costello, Patti Smith. It's a free show. Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon. Wow. Those are the people that didn't get to perform. Who did get to perform and got shut down about halfway through? Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow, who sings Mandy. Darius Rucker did a cover of it once. For real, it's actually very, very good. Look into their eyes, I see a memory. I never realized how happy you made me, oh man. Yeah, he's not bad, is he? I like it. He is uh, very, very good, but this is my favorite part. Okay, so I am listening to the audio from this yesterday, and I'm like, okay, there is no way. I had to check. Four times to see if this was real. Okay. Okay, so here's what's happening. Barry Manilow is going to be performing a song called Can't Smile Without You. All right, as he's performing, they're going to make the announcement. You guys are going to think this is my one of my goofy, jokey things. This is real. It just okay. doesn't sound real. Attention. Attention. Please pay close attention to the following safety message. Due to approaching severe weather, all persons should move quickly and calmly to the nearest exit and proceed to your vehicles and protected areas outside of the event site. Please seek shelter for your safety. 
Thank you for your cooperation. That was in New York City at Central Park at the concert halfway through. The bad weather's happening and with everything that... And there's, this is the concert that's celebrating the pandemic being, quote, over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like power slam. You know, Barry Manilow, obviously, and everybody else said they were sad that they didn't get to perform, but safety is the most important thing. I just would not have wanted to be there, and I'm glad that people are okay because I can just see people reacting very oddly, like just like freaking out and running. Yeah. And you're in Central Park. It's pretty big. Yeah. It was not like there was 100 people at this show. There was quite a few. All right, so we'll go from New York City to Kentucky. So uh, if you're a horse racing fan or you like horses in general, you might get a kick out of this one. This one, you may think that you had a busy weekend, but it can't, won't hold a candle to what Bold and Bossy went through. So Bold and Bossy is a racehorse, and on Saturday, she was supposed to race at Ellis Park in Henderson, Kentucky. But she felt a little bold and bossy <laughs> and decided to meh, break free. So, Steve, you know how my wife, uh, Alicia, my first wife, mm-hmm. Alicia... Broke her collarbone when she fell off her horse. I got bucked off her horse. What's yeah. what's the difference? Uh, fell is your own fault. Bucked is the horse's fault. So bold and bossy, bucks off her jockey. Oh no! Takes off, escapes the track. This is a true story wow. out of Kentucky, of a horse. Started running down the highway alongside cars. There's videos online. Thankfully, she wasn't hit, despite running for 30 minutes at full speed down multiple interstate highways. Bold and Bossy thinks that she's going to be free, but eventually she gets exhausted and she slows down. And she was taken in by a veterinarian who was in pursuit, along with trainers, an animal ambulance, and local police. She was sedated and taken to a barn to relax and rest. She said, I'm out of here. But I'm wait, busting out. But wait. There's more? There is more, and this is real. Wow. That night as Bold and Bossy is relaxing in the barn where she was taken. Yeah. It catches fire. What? This is true. I'm not kidding, I promise. A terrible fire starts in the barn, and it wasn't long before the whole place was engulfed in flames. So Bold and Bossy was rescued by some, quote, unknown hero along with the other horses in the barn. Probably saw the fire, or who knows. She suffered burns to her neck and shoulder area, but it sounds like she'll be okay. It's unclear what this means for her racing future. And after all this trauma, she's definitely earned a quiet, pampered life. But I don't know what's going to happen with Bold and Bossy at this point. So this horse literally escapes, bucks off the trainer, or the jockey, Runs down the interstates, they get her, throw her in a barn, and it catches fire. That's like she is having that is that's just the worst weird. Day. Yeah, she is not having a fun day at all. Poor bossy. Yeah, she's a beautiful horse too. I know way too much about horses. Did you uh, show Alicia this video? No. Oh. Ask me why. Why? Because I will not show Alicia anything involving horses. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because will that lead like, down to a rabbit hole or a path of where it's just like two hours later she's still talking about? My life is a rabbit hole. My life is a rabbit hole. Like, it's, no, yeah, no, it's, it, it's just going to be a lose-lose situation yeah. with an extra side of lose. <laughs> You're never going to win. You're never going to win. Uh, We're going to have a conversation here in just a sec because of what this woman did with a tanning bed. <laughs> uh, 
He's right in a tanning bed, too. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you? Of course, you know, the story I'm going to share with you here in just a few. She's gone viral with her embarrassing thing, but, you know, because she's going to throw it up online. But it really is embarrassing, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. I saw this new uh, this article. I was looking at online. I went down a rabbit hole and saw this article on patience over the weekend. So uh, think about this hypothetical. You're waiting mm-hmm. at a red light. The light turns green. Mm-hmm. It's You count to one. One. Count to two. Two. And you hear it come from behind you. Honk, honk. Someone's honking at you right away because mm-hmm. of that two seconds. So two-thirds of Americans claim that they are actually patient in general. That includes around one in four people who said they are very patient. So I start thinking about what's going on, and I think about who I work with. Who? You two, Steve, <laughs> Christine. Hi. So, Steve, do you think you are a patient or very impatient person or very patient person? I am a very patient person. I think you are a very patient person. Yes. You would be among the 24%. Christine, are you very patient, somewhat patient, impatient, or very impatient? I would say I lean on the impatient side. I would confirm. <laughs> I would confirm. Connie always used to say, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer in January. We lost her. Uh, we miss her every day. Connie always used to say I was very impatient. I think I have patience just depending on what things. So I think I'm I agree with that. somewhat patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at our lives right now, it's somewhat patient. So men are more likely than women to claim that they're a patient person, whether they are or not. And again, we're talking about this survey that came out. Okay, question number one. Do you consider yourself to be patient or impatient? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it goes. <laughs> I was just reading some of your comments that you guys sent via the app and texting about and the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you. So there was this woman that uh, that posted this video. She's gone viral. Uh, she uh, went to a tanning bed. It had been a little bit of time for her. Hey, well, here, here she is. I was talking to one of my girlfriends about going to the tanning bed and that I haven't been in a really long time. And she goes regularly. And she said, things have probably changed a little bit since last time you went. So she gives me this little packet and she said, use this. When I get to the tanning bed, I open it and there's two little stickers in there. They don't do goggles anymore. They give you these stickers to make sure you don't open your eyes. So I put them on my eyes. And when I leave, the girl kind of looks at me a little funny, but doesn't say anything. Y'all, they were pasties. I have pasties on my eyes. So she has pasties on her eyes. Now I'm uh, running the video as well. It sounds a little bit of a a delay here. So she puts pasties on her eyes. Now, Steve, I don't know if you're familiar with pasties or what, you know, women use on their chest, but what they necessarily look like. Yes. Christine, I don't know if you have any. I don't know if that's even appropriate for me to ask you. But this woman's eyes actually are, um, I I guess they're they're like uh, daisy shaped. Mm-hmm. So she has daisy shaped oh, tan, tan lines line. over her eyes. That's amazing. I gotta see yeah, this. Yeah, so there you go. Oh my oh, gosh. Awesome. Yeah, she has. Don't put pasties on your eyes when you go. She has, yeah, <laughs> daisy shaped tan lines over her eyes. Uh, okay, so I was asking, like, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you or like stories that you've had? And one of them that I was reading, I was laughing at one because of a, a something that a mom had to help a kid with that I don't even think we could say on the air. Uh-oh. Uh, but uh, this, this one kind of bummed me out a little bit. So 
Remember the click of six where I invited my entire sixth grade class to my birthday party at a bowling alley. I gave each person individual invites two weeks before. My parents went through all the expense. They rented a room. They catered. Big ice cream. Cool. Yeah, 15 gift bags. Not one person showed. Aww. Yeah. Is that embarrassing? So, That's sad. I can't imagine how my parents felt at the time by trying to attempt to explain to your classmates on Monday morning how the party went. That was so embarrassing. Steve, can you think of an embarrassing story? I'm assuming it's your teeth. Uh, well, that that was uh, one of them. I mean, the most recent one, though, was when uh, I had to drag Charlotte away from the park soaking oh, wet yeah. after she uh, escaped the splash pad in front of a huge group of people because there was a concert at the park that night. Oh, and it was, and it, she, she was, was screaming, screaming and hitting me. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> mean daddy. Yep. And, and, and you're not mean daddy. No, you're I'm good nice daddy. daddy. Yeah, you're nice daddy. Christine? Uh, this will definitely take the cake as the most embarrassing thing. So, Unlike the cake that's easily available at that party that no one showed up at. Oh, that's sad. Oh, sorry. Um, I guess I shouldn't have said it. Uh, um, so this was our graduation day from radio school. And they were giving out awards, and I ended up winning an award. I didn't realize I, I won, but okay. I won. What was it? It was a, the Above and Beyond Award. I won the same award, really? actually, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Add that to the, the list of school. things we have in yeah. common. So um, I was walking up the steps to go on stage to accept my award, and then my shoe fell off. Wait, this what? is graduation this day. Is gradu- I was wearing heels. Of course they fell off, and I'm like, Oh, my shoe. And then everybody started cracking. It's like students and Plug. parents and family. I, everybody started cracking up. But then I, like, cracked a joke on myself when I went up there. I was like, of course this would happen to me. And then I went up and accepted my award. And then afterward, everyone was like, you handled that very well. <laughs> How weird is this? Okay, so Christine and Steve go to the same school uh, a few years apart. Steve's a little older. Go to the same school, go to the same college, Michigan State University. Mm -hmm. Starting from elementary school, we were the same. And then you both go to the same, I mean, like, you guys should probably hook up at some point. No. (laughs) You go to the, notice that you said no and she didn't. She Uh, just laughed. Because it makes no sense. (laughs) Then you go to this Detroit radio school called Spex Howard, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you both get the same award. And what was that award again? Above and beyond. Uh Because you guys went, you both went above and beyond in getting your education. When the hell do you two start doing that again? <laughs> Not anytime soon, okay, man. I was just saying. <laughs> Christine, you are a cat person, and mm-hmm. Steve, you have a cat, we think. Yes, I we do. We think. Yeah. Uh, she was extra neglected <laughs> this weekend because of the company we had. Yeah, you had like a big uh, <laughs> birthday party, first birthday for Izzy over the weekend. Yep. And uh, no one pays attention to the Where cat. Where was the cat? Uh, the cat hid a lot of the time whenever there was company. She doesn't like people, really. Yeah. She likes me and only me. Does she watch you eat? What? Does she watch you eat? Like, do you like it when your cat watches you eat? No, it's annoying. No. Okay, so you guys aren't going to want this then. Uh, there's a furniture company in Japan called Dino's. They're selling a table right now, and it has a hole in the middle of it. <laughs> so the table, uh, basically, it's for your cat. So uh, the table is uh, for your cat to climb up on. There's a platform underneath the hole. Mm-hmm. And the cat can sit on the table and can watch you and your friends and family eat dinner, play cards, or whatever you're doing at the table. I, I'm showing Steve and Christine a photo of it right now. Mm. It's literally. <laughs> it's so derpy. You want it. You know you do. I, I don't. She's so annoying because my cat is the type where she'll like. 
she'll like beg for food but never eat it and then she'll like try and put her face in your food or take her paw and try and grab your food and it's like get out of here i literally pick her up and throw her off the couch so you don't want to pay fifteen hundred dollars for that table <laughs> what <laughs> that's all it is yeah it's only yeah. Sign so me up cheap. Then. <laughs> it looks like something you'd get at ikea and put together that it was does. on sale that yeah. no one bought i mean it's it literally looks cheap. just a hole in the middle of a table and then the cat sticks its head through it's that like hole. A plate it's a small sized, little hole. Plate-sized platform right there underneath, and the cat can pop its head up. So wait, describe your cat again when you were just saying your cat acts like it wants food. Yeah, and then if you give her a little bit, she'll sniff it, and then she won't eat it. Huh. <laughs> what? Steve? What? What am I thinking right now? I don't know. I just think it's funny. It, it reminds me of Christine. Why? <laughs> I love food. I'll always eat the food. Christine today is... Uh, Feeling a little tough because of her visitor, right? Mm-hmm. Monthly visitor. And uh, she's got to, I'm like, you got to, come on, man. You got to drink some coffee, wake up, take some ibuprofen or something. I can't on an empty stomach. And I'm like, well, I have this food, this food in the office. I have this food. Peanuts give me dry mouth. They make my throat itchy. They make my throat itchy, Aww. she said. Yeah, I'm like, well, you got to take something. Like, I don't want that. So like, you're just like so, your cat. So, so on top of having cramps, you want me to have an itchy throat? Yes. That's if the... I have to choose between itchy throat you and cramp you. I'll have you, both. <laughs> no, you, but you won't have cramps because the pills will work and they'll make you better. But then I'll have an itchy throat and I need my throat to speak. I'd rather you have an and itchy throat. And then you'll throat. hear me say, <sighs> Yeah, but here's what I like that. Then, then you go into your your uh, Metro Detroit Jewish voice. Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my god, guys! Oh my god! <laughs> So we're about to do a rando text. So is this the dating one you were telling me about off yes. the air? Yes, it is. Oh, this can be interesting about paying on a date. O-M-G. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando text, though, message via Apple, Frill, Download, and Apple Store, Christino. I went on a dinner date last week. It was a great time until the bill came. The server put the bill in front of me, and I gave it to my date because I expected she would pay. She's the one that asked me out. She looked at it and said, oh, that's not too bad for what we ordered, then placed it back down. Oh, no. After about five minutes of small talk and no one actually <laughs> paying the bill, I just <laughs> I just ended up getting it because I didn't want it to get any more awkward. She's the one who asked me out, so she should have paid. Am I wrong? We're still texting, but we haven't brought up a second date. For reference, I'm 28. So 28-year-old guy gets asked out on a date, the bill comes. He's like, oh, that's not too bad. Gives it back to her because she asked out in theory, right? The one that asks you out should at least ask, mention that you're going to go Dutch and or pay. But she's like, no, I don't know. Yeah. And then he pays <laughs> just to shut it down, where I'm sure her girlfriends are probably complaining about him. What do you think, Christine? You're single. You in this situation. What would you do? Um. So on a first date, I, I really prefer a guy to pay on the first date. It's just, you know, kind of how i was raised i guess and yeah. i like that chival- chivalry on the first date but after that i'm i'm totally down we can go dutch one time i can pick up the bill or, yeah. and then you can pick up the bill after that we can go halvesies i can get an activity you get an activity i can throw the tip down i don't mind for the first date or like really special occasions unless it's his birthday i can't, I, I would like the guy to pay so you ask a guy out he still should pay on the first date, yes. Okay, so you think this guy's in the wrong completely, even though she asked I him mean, out. I don't think he's in the wrong completely because in today's world, um, 
a lot of people do go halvesies or they have that idea of whoever asked out should pay. So I'm which just, one is it? I mean, on but in this particular one, the first date, he should have at least communicated it. But I mean, it's the first date. You got it. You paid. The next one you go out, be like, hey, since I got the last one, you want to <laughs> grab this one? So really like, okay, but again, though, like you kind of safely danced around just then. Who should pay that time? The guy, even yes, though, even though she asked. Yes, he should have paid on the first date. Like, stop huh. making a big deal about it, bro. All right, Steve. Hmm. Now, me personally, I would have paid, but at the same time, this would have irked me, the same way it irks him. Yeah. Now, you, now I need you to imagine a world, right? Not where you find your wife, and then you guys break up, and then your wife uh, receives free pizzas till she gets back with right. you. Right. Which again worked, but. It, I need you to imagine a world where you were actually asked out on a date by a girl. <laughs> trying to think we, if I have. I, I, I don't think you have been. No, I don't think he so. He just stalks them with pizza. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what it was. That's what it did with his wife. <laughs> so if you're asked out, you think this guy has a leg to stand on, right? Uh, yes, I do think this guy has a leg to stand on. And I mean... I, I, I would let it blow over me, and I'd just be like, whatever, no yeah. big deal. But at the same time, I would still be kind of like, especially the way that it ended up where she just said, oh, that's not she too did. bad, and then set it back down. That's brilliant. I'd be like, okay. I think okay. that's hilarious. I actually, if I was friends with her, I would have high-fived her on that one. I'd be like, <laughs> that was pretty smooth. Nice move. Uh, look, what do you think about this one? Remember the Click of Six message, Dan? He asked a girl out on a date. They go out on a date. Uh, it's a, or a girl asked him out on a date, correction. They go out on a date. The date is over. She's, you know, he looks at the bill. He's like, yeah, that's not too bad, and gives it to her. She passes it back. Finally, he just pays for it. But his theory is, you asked me out, like Christine mentioned, in this world mm-hmm. now. I think even in the old world. You asked me out. You pay the bill. Brothers in pain are messaging in like there's no tomorrow. So sisters with a brain, you better represent next. Doing a rando text out. OMG. What? L-O-L. When you text me that. Text a message via Apple, free download on Apple Store. Christina. I went on a dinner date last week. It was a great time until the bill came. The server put the bill in front of me and I gave it to my date because I expected she would pay. She's the one that asked me out. She looked at it and said, oh, that's not too bad for what we ordered, then placed it down. <laughs> After about five minutes of small talk and no one actually paying the bill, I just ended up getting it because I didn't want, I didn't want it to get any more awkward. She's the one who asked me out, so she should have paid. Am I wrong? We're still texting, but we haven't brought up a second date. For reference, I'm 28. All right, straight up. In my opinion, I I would have paid, but there is that reality. She asked him out. She should have paid, in my opinion. However, I would have paid because I'm a gentleman that way. The amount of money... I've wasted picking up tabs in my life Yeah, is insane and probably has affected my retirement just with friends, let alone, oh, my friend's down on his luck. He's complaining about <laughs> let this, alone that, or other thing. Sex. Oh, yeah. He's talking about this, that, the other thing. We have a few beers, a couple dogs or whatever, a couple burgers. Like, hey, you know what, dude? You have a hard time. Let me get this. I do that all the time. My friends, uh, my Biatch and Christy, they uh, tricked me once into picking up a bar tab because they made me feel guilty about how they didn't make enough money. And I got home, and uh, my first wife, Alicia, who's still my wife, uh, says, this true story. It was a charity event, and I picked up the tab for them. And and she was like, so um, you had a $250 barbell? (gasps) 
And, That's a uh, lot. Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, and uh, it was, I mean, it was a golf outing, and they picked up drinks for, they just thought it was great. <laughs> uh, they had, they had over-purchased over and whatever, and uh, I picked it up, and she said, please don't, we were just newly married. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, and I'm like, well, great, you guys got me in trouble. Yeah. I mean, it was two fifty after the tip, and it was a, a pretty nice tip. So. Yeah, but still. <laughs> anyway, I personally would have picked up the tab, but... Brothers in Painter Point making some very good points right now via text, Christine. They're going in the Brothers in Pain. This one bip, Brother in Pain, said, if you aren't mature enough to be able to bring it up when the check comes and ask how you want to settle up, then maybe you aren't mature enough to be dating right now. They're both in the wrong. Another uh, guy said, maybe I'm old school, but a gentleman would pay for this date no matter who asked who out. It's me, yeah. Um, someone else said, this is from a sister with a brain, did you enjoy your time? Do you like her? If yes, say money well spent. Uh, someone said, if it was me, this is from a woman, I would have paid since I invited. A fair number of men would have either paid or offered to leave the tip. I like what this uh, woman said, though. She said, don't let this stop you from forming a relationship. In this day and age, it's really hard to know what to do from either person's side. One, women want to be treated equal. So from his point, letting her pay is modern. Two, men like to be treated like men, in charge kind of thinking. So she lets him pay. All you need to do is just have a casual conversation about the incident and establish how dates proceed from Uh, here forward. This is how it goes, like this. Yeah, (laughs) yes, yes. I'm in charge. I do. There are things like that, though. What I would do if I were you, dude, to the member of the Click of Six that sent this rando text out about going out with a girl, she asked him out. He thought she was going to pick up the tab. He ends up picking it up. He's kind of irritated with it. What I would do is this. I would reach out to her because they're still communicating, so he's into her. Yeah, for sure. He said that, right? They're still communicating. Yes. Okay. So what I would do is I would reach out to her and I would say, hey, I would like to take you out for dinner and a couple of drinks uh, Thursday of next week, right? And she else should be like, hey, I'm sure you're still cool. <laughs> and uh, then you do, you'll find out if she wants to go. And while you're there, tell her what you did. Tell her about how you felt and explain it to her because that's the thing that people don't do enough at the beginning is just communicate. Now, look, all my friends, this was a topic. uh, Connie's husband, uh, Dan, and I uh, drove to Detroit to see Connie's mother, Connie, who passed away in January, Connie of Connie and Fish. We went to, uh, drove all the way to Detroit this weekend to see Connie's mother to chat with her, and she is doing very well and says thank you uh, to everyone that sent her well wishes and to hang out with Connie's best friend and spend the night at her house, Kathy that they grew up to, grew up with. And we were all hanging out and we were all talking. And uh, Dan was talking about how I over-communicate in relationships. I totally did. Mm-hmm. I say too much, but why not? I'd rather say too much than too little is the way that I look at it. I say everything. Like, Alicia and I know how we're dividing our assets if our marriage doesn't work out. It trips people out. You roll your it eyes is, every time. It's, it, it is kind of weird, but I appreciate the conversations you guys have. Because I'm, I'm kind of very, You're very honest with each other. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a hero when it comes to this. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not a zero. No. I, so, I mean, really, why not just say something to the girl? Like, somebody that said in, like, be an adult. Yeah. You're 28 now. Just lay it down. Like, Steve, would you have said something there? In that situation at the dinner when she kept slipping the bill back? No, I wouldn't have said something, but I would have been thinking something. I wouldn't have been an adult about it, Would though. you have eventually have, said something? I'd have uh, it, Down I'd, the road. I mean, it would probably have to be a relationship that is over a month at least with several well, days. And I'd be, then I could bring it up and be like, hey, remember our first date? You owe me 25 bucks. Bro, <laughs> I know. I know what you make. 
I don't think you could afford a month with this girl. No? Yeah, we're <laughs> sticking you with the bill all the time. And I will say this. I would actually punish her in this situation. Like, what kind of punishment? You're going to have to elaborate on this. Oh, this is great. Okay. Because so... our minds can go in any direction. <laughs> no, your minds can seem to be good. You, your mind's going in any I mean, is she grounded? Is no, she... No, it's not. We're not is doing like a weird... mental manipulation? Role play. It's, it's a little bit like this. Pretend that you and I aren't on the day, right? Okay. You've asked me out. Okay. Which, of course, is heaven <laughs> yeah. for you. And we're sitting there, and we're doing the bill back and forth. And I'm Like, now, what happened in this scenario? Yeah, like, what happened to this guy? I am that guy. And I'm thinking, she asked me out. Christine asked me out for this date. She should, new world, air quotes, pay the bill. I'm like, but I'm not that guy. But now she's passing it back to me. This is getting weird. And I would look at you, and I would say, Here's a punishment. It's going to cost you a couple bucks. <laughs> I would look at you, and I, here's exactly what I say verbatim, word for word. So we got this bill. It's how much is the bill? Uh, let's say it's 60 bucks. 60 bucks before tip. Yes. Okay. We got this bill that's 60 bucks. I'd say we got this $60 bill in front of us right now, and I got to be honest with you. I'm very flattered that you asked me out, and, I'm, and I think that we should go out again. And I would like to ask you out and take you out. However, I'm also very progressive. This is your punishment, by the way, but I'm not going to say this is your punishment. <laughs> I'm also very progressive. So what I'd like to do is meet in the middle. And you'll be like, well, what do you mean? I'll be like, well, since you asked me out, technically you should pick up that tab. I would say that. Technically you should pick up that tab. However, that feels weird to me, so let's just split this one. And then I'd like to take you out to dinner. Okay. Boom. See that? See how easy she says yes to me? <laughs> yeah. So it's easy. that simple. It's that, and then you punished her because now she got to pay 30 bucks and you didn't get stuck with 60. <laughs> or, or before you even said anything, I would have been like, yeah, I could throw down for the tip. <laughs> I'd really? And then I would be like, you got you're the bill. Gone. I'll pay for the tip. I'd be like, you're heartless. You <laughs> <laughs> you're gone. I like your friend better anyway. Where is she? So I'm going to hook up with, uh, who's the one with the butt? Val. Val. Yeah, the Val that likes <laughs> all the boys. I'm going to go for her. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. In just a little bit, but I, I'm looking at what we're doing today, and I know we're going to need more time. Yeah. In just a little bit, we are going to talk about Jeopardy for Jeopardy, specifically the guy that was going to be the new host, Mike Richards. <laughs> to the point to where Beth got a job being a, was it a booth hoe? Is that right? Yeah. At, at CES? It is a booth babe. I don't think yeah. they use the word ho for that. What is a booth, babe? A booth, a booth is someone who... <laughs> yeah, so uh, this guy, I'm going to play this full uh, montage of stuff I have from this guy for you. And we're going to talk about him. But before we do, got some beer irony for you. But first, I got to give you the old uh, pop goes the cheese it. All right. A California man is accused of operating under the influence of drugs while hauling a, a tractor trailer of Cheez-Its and Pop-Tarts. Oh, okay. no. Lost control on I-95 in Maine. 61-year-old suffered minor injuries uh, but was arrested for meth possession. For more on the snacks, here is our very expensive reporter in the sky. Here's an update on the tractor trailer that crashed carrying Cheez-Its and Pop-Tarts. The driver was totally baked and apparently not too sharp. The other cars involved really got creamed. <laughs> we hear he got boxed in due to a major jam. This was not your typical accident. Nacho. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The driver's leg had a real strawberry. <laughs> and the truck that was carrying the load is toast. Keep it.
Hammond here for some more information. Officer Kellogg reporting. Thank you, Officer Kellogg. Mm, so there you go. Suddenly, I'm hungry now. <laughs> yeah, everybody's okay. Yeah, there's, see, there was like 20, by the way, in there. Christine laughed at Nacho Joke. The Nacho Joke. The, yes, she did. The s'more one is where my belly really started going crazy, though. Mm, is that when you wanted, the mm-hmm. some, you wanted some yum-yum? Mm-hmm. I get it. Steve had some yum-yum over the weekend. He had a celebrating par- a, a birthday celebration, first birthday, by the way, for his beautiful daughter, Izzy. Mm-hmm. And Steve's yum-yum wasn't uh, what he normally has. It was a little bit of the beer, a little bit of the bubbly. I like beer! I do like beer, it turns out. Uh, So not surprising, but kind of funny. About a year ago, let's go a year and change. It was March of 2020. Ugh, start of the pandemic. There was a company, and it's not Modelo, and it's not uh, number three, by the way. It's not Sparrow, which is number two. There was a company that was very weird, or very weird, very uh, tripped out. Uh, by their uh, future, because a virus nicknamed was nicknamed after the beer company. That company is Corona. Bingo. Corona is the world's most favorite beer. Really? I can't believe it. Yeah. A recent poll was done of the world and beer, Google searches, things of that nature, and Corona, the beer won. Now, the Google search thing, Steve's looking to be like, well, yeah. Because people yeah. are Google searching Corona space virus. Yeah, well, there I also remember there being like huge search uh, results for people asking if Corona beer gave, gave you coronavirus or if they were related that. somehow. Okay, don't ruin it. Their sales <laughs> sales for Corona dipped only two percent last summer and then came back rapidly. Maybe people wanted a loaded Corona. I don't know. That's one of Alicia's favorites that she can only have once in a while. What's a What's loaded that? Corona? It's with, uh, you take a little bit of the Corona out of the bottle, and then you put a shot in there of something. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So they only dipped 2%. Corona is getting more popular in England than ever before. Wow. And again, it is the most searched beer in the world, according to Google. So I think Corona's going to be okay, and I just thought everybody would yeah, I think know that. Yeah, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. So uh, would you, when's the last time you had a Corona? I do think of the I virus. I get them occasionally. I, it's a good summer beer. So I, it is I, a good I've summer beer. Several times over the summer with some lime. You do that thing with it. You put the lime in, put yep. your thumb over it, and flip mm. it. Uh huh. Have you ever been in a bar? So what you do, Christine, and I'm sure you probably know this because like, I know you drink a lot, but you put the beer and you put the lime and you put your thumb over it, flip it upside down so the lime goes up top mm-hmm. and the lime spreads throughout the corona. Yeah. Are you familiar? Yes. Okay. One word answers. I love it. Yes. Go. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, time. when you're doing that and you're in a bar mm-hmm. and you get nervous and your thumb moves just a little. Uh-oh. And it squirts. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're squirting all over people's faces and they're like, yeah, I don't care. I like your show, but you got my face wet. You know? Ever had that happen? No. no? I'm uh, assuming you had to pick up their tab, though, or something, right? <laughs> why would you assume I've had it happen? <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> so I want to have a conversation now about the show Jeopardy. So... A lot of people were very excited by this gentleman by the name of Mike Richards, who was going to be, he was kind of a behind-the-scenes guy. Did some podcasting stuff as well, but really behind-the-scenes. He's the executive producer of Jeopardy. Or was. Will be not he still much. still Yeah, well, for now. Uh, so Mr. Richards uh, was going to be the guy. He's going to be the host. And people started, uh, what we didn't know is, well, people like Christine, who 
kind of watched that, but you were like, I liked him. He was a good host. Yeah, he was. He actually had yeah. a lot of positive feedback uh, on social media just because of the way he was interacting with the yeah, he's with got the a contestants. Good delivery, yeah. right? Yeah. So a lot of people, though, behind the scenes or people that were diehard Jeopardy fans, not a fan of Mr. Richards. Mm-hmm. So let's go back right now really quickly to tell you about who this guy is. To the year of the fall of 2013. Mike Richards calls Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings is like the big, the guy that won all the Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, at the time, Jennings is about a decade removed from his 74-game winning streak. Okay? So Mike Richards is uh, backstage at The Price is Right, the show he had uh, joined as co-executive producer five years earlier, where that May he had launched a podcast called The Ran Dumb Show. R-A-N-D-U-M-B. Mm-hmm. The Ran Dumb Show. It was promoted to listeners as a look behind the scenes at Price is Right. So Jennings... Uh, you know, he calls him. He's going to record a segment. Uh, Richard says to his f- his female uh, co-host or partner, sidekick, whatever she is, are you good at trivia? She said, some. He says, see, I'm horrible at trivia. Richard said, it doesn't even matter if it's specific area I should know. I just don't have that kind of brain. If I had gotten on Jeopardy, well, I never would have gotten on Jeopardy. Let's be square. And then they start joking around. And Jennings did not recall that he did not like them, Mr. Richards, at all. Really? He just was not a fan of him at all. Uh, People behind the scenes uh, were very upset that this guy was getting the... They think this Jeopardy thing's a scam. They think that he was going to get it all along. And having Aaron Rodgers step out of his comfort zone, Green Bay Packer, obviously, Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, step out of his comfort zone and do it was a waste of time for him because this Richards guy was going to get it all along. So what did people do? They dug up audio of him in a podcast that he did... The brand. Take a listen to this guy. The audio they've released. It's interesting to the point to where Beth got a job being a was it a booth hoe? Is that right yes. at, at CES? It was a booth babe. I don't think yeah. they use the word hoe for that. <laughs> what is a booth babe? A booth. Whatever. A booth is someone who dresses up in very provocative, provocative clothes. I, I was in a uh-huh. t-shirt. Everyone's gonna wear one pieces and look really frumpy and overweight. That's so funny because. No one's overweight, but but they all look right, terrible in the picture. Yeah, they look fat and uh, and like not good in the picture. It's bad. Oh my god! You look great. Hilarious. You look like a Sports Illustrated model, and then you've got one piece Malones on either side of you, <laughs> which are just horrible. I- That's amazing. If you gave away money that was given to you by the government, that's <laughs> the circle of no life. No, Mike, it was just That's a the sound of America going down the toilet. I thought that she needed it so she could get, like, some She didn't even ask you for food. it. Or I, some crack. I know. Or some meth. This is the guy. He sounds super sexist. That, yeah, that yeah. was going to host Jeopardy. Uh, he, he sounds like he's doing an edgy show. Yeah, he that's does. All he's done. I mean, that's, all, that's, what, that's what he's doing. And here's the conversation Christine and I have been having off the air. You said they're a week in the can. Yeah, so... Uh, behind the scenes look if you didn't know they actually tape a week's worth of jeopardy episodes in one day yeah so they already started filming with him and they have a week in the can but once he decided i'm gonna step back because you know <laughs> i don't think he had duh. much of a yeah, choice um i'm gonna step back they halted production but they're saying to kick off the season on september 13th the 38th season for that first week it will be mike richards and then after that they'll bring in celebrity guest hosts again before they try and look for a new host moronic there's no way and that's why like christine and i've been having a conversation off the air i don't see them because you were saying it's not fair to the people that played but they still get paid yeah. whatever they won and that they, they just don't get to be on tv 
Do you know how upset people are going to be if Jeopardy? You have the brand of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you're more of a Jeopardy person than I am. Is like America. Alex Trebek. Like people were waiting for him to tell a woman to shut up or do something Nothing bad. Nothing like this would have ever ever happened with Alex Trebek. Exactly. Ever. Well, you hope. <laughs> you know, but that's the thing. And this guy is so opposite that brand in this cancel culture world. Yeah. I'll be shocked if they air those episodes. I, I As of right now, there's no there's no word on them not airing it, but it's very possible as it gets closer that they may cut it out. We'll see, though. I mean, I, I, I agree that there could be some clause in the contracts that contestants sign if for any reason you're... You know, yeah. your episode may not be aired, but yeah. I like think- a mass murderer clause. Like, if you're a mass murderer, we're not going to air your episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. But it's not their fault. So? Let's say Jeopardy we'll shouldn't see. make money off of that. Even if you take that audio, this guy, Mike Richards, again, was going to be the host. To the point to where Beth got a job being a, was it a booth hoe? Is that right? Yes. At, at CBS? Okay, you remember that? A nice booth hoe. I, I, again, Different time, even 10 years, things have changed a lot. Wait, Yeah, to wait. be a lot more safe. Does that mean we can't officially call Steve that since he's in his own booth? <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> no, call me that anymore. No, you should can't not. Can't call you the booth, no. oh. But you no. can't even make him sounding good. It's it's all about presentation. See, there's no music there. Like, So here's what I did earlier. I was like, I want to see if I can make this guy sound a little bit good because I know Christine, re- you did really like him. Yeah, I thought he would have been a good choice. Yeah, I mean, like you were like, he's the no-brainer choice. This is yeah. off air, on air. You were like, oh, you liked him. It's okay to say you liked him. Yeah, no, you I liked, I liked his delivery. Yeah, so let's see if we can make him sound better. Hold on. To the point to where Beth got a job being a, was it a booth hoe? Is that right? Yeah. At, at CES? It's a booth thing. I don't think yeah. they use the word hoe. No, nope, it's not working. What is a booth thing? A booth? A booth? No, that doesn't. <laughs> no. It's all about presentation. <laughs> I, no, it still wasn't still isn't hitting home. Yeah, no. That's no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with this. No one's overweight, but but they all look terrible in the picture. They yeah, look fat and out and no, it's still Even not working. Even adding hoodie doesn't help. Hoodie doesn't help. <laughs> all right, all right, hold on. Let me try one more. How could you be so Which is just horrible. I- That's amazing. If you, you gave away so money that was given to you by the government, yeah, that works. That's better. the circle of no life. Yeah, that works that, better. That's, Mike, it was that's the sound of America going down the toilet. I thought that she needed it so she could get like some. She didn't even ask you for food. it. Or I, some crack. I know. Or some meth. So yeah, that works better. It is all about the delivery. Is it? Okay. So, today for the tax question of the day, it's about schools. A lot of schools have uh, started today are going to be starting in the next few weeks right Mm -hmm. so we decided to make it all about schools like what is your favorite memory from back when you were in school like if you had to choose one christine used to go to football games yeah with a big group of friends we used to have so much fun and then afterwards we'd all go to a coney island which like fish said is kind of like a denny's it's like a mix between a denny's and a diner almost yeah it serves hot dogs and greek food yeah yeah, so we used to do that after the football games. I mean, it would just be a blast. We'd have so much fun. Okay, so you you just had a good time with yeah. all your friends. You're even just talking about it. You can see it in your head, right? It was just it was just pure good times, especially when we had friends from like another school, like our schools were Rival. playing each other. Yeah. yeah, and then you'd get to see your friends you don't normally see. You're like, we're gonna beat you in football, yeah. but you yeah. don't really care. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're looking at your favorite memories from when you were in school. Just to kind of give you a little mental flashback on this uh, beginning. As, again, school's up, starting all up. I was the, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Christine, I was the award-winning photo editor 
for the uh, my high school yearbook and newspaper. I had no idea. I've only yeah. heard it like 300 million times. There you go. Well, 300 million and one now. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, I loved uh, just uh, we had a dark room in there and just uh, in, like the makeshift one. It was a small school graduating class of 68 in Langsburg. And I loved just doing work in there and hanging out in there, cranking music and uh, skipping class. It was like your your like just get away from everybody's spot. Uh, yeah, unless I had a friend. Unless in there you with had me. a friend in there, the janitor. Yeah, the janitor was not the friend that was in there with me. <laughs> what do you think, Becky? You're 36 years old. What do you think? 35. 35 actually, oh, but 25? thank you, Christine. 37. <laughs> 35. 35. Thanks, guys. Um, my favorite memory in school was being in choir class. Ah, were you were you very good in the choir? Uh-huh. Yeah, some you, people didn't think I was, but I was. Do you still sing a little bit? Mm, not like in choir, no, but I do in my own room. You guys, when I listen to you guys. So. Well, heck yeah. yeah. I can give you, we can give you a moment to sing a little bit right now if you want. No, that's okay. Okay, no okay we're good, we're Thanks, good. Though. Hey, no problem, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Text question of the day, again, what is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Uh, somebody said senior prom. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Lunch, LOL. Uh, being the class clown. Somebody said marching band. Our director was awesome, and I love football. There you go. Winning two state softball championships. That probably would have been, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer in January. I would have said she would have said softball mm-hmm. or cheerleading. Yeah. With those Wally things that she used to do. Those what? Wally things. You got to uh, squat down, and you got to put your butt, lay on your back. Put your butt against the wall. Okay. And do the splits. Oh, okay. Were they gravity pulls, I think they were called. I don't even know. I don't. I didn't. Never did those. Connie used to do the splits every time she would jump in the pool. <laughs> it was hysterical. She would do the handstand and mm-hmm. do the splits like every single time. It's just, and she always used to talk about that. Somebody else said my favorite memory of school is when I got the hell out of there and I graduated. Hated it. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, lunch off campus with my friends. Lunch off oh, campus. We weren't lunch allowed to do that. Oh, no. so fun. It's because you went to a fancy, richy Detroit school. The lunch, you guys probably it had wasn't. like a Subway and a McDonald's inside there. No. No, not even. Or did you ours, have- ours in our district was the worst school. They put like nothing into it. Oh, <laughs> right. You guys went. I knew where you, I know where the area you grew up in was probably like, hello, Christine. It's so good to see you for lunch today. Uh, what would you care for? Some fagua, possibly. I think they built our high school in the 60s, and they never did anything with it since uh, then, like, honestly. So they just enjoyed <laughs> Except the... Except they added a hallway, and that was it. Yes. Yep. Hey, would, you like, would you care to eat lunch today in the hallway? It's so nice and brand new. Uh, somebody said, I remember the time I was in school, and I had made an art project in art class. Uh, it was all about autism, and I gave it to the school to use as an idea into what autism is all about. How awesome That's is that? That's super yeah. cool. Here's another one. My memories of the girl I crushed on in sixth grade to twelfth grade. <laughs> oh wow, that's, that's a long, that's a long crush. one. Uh, being on the dance team, we had the best time ever, and now we go into the top five-ish. What is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Release when I got to go home and play outside or watch cartoons. <laughs> nice. Uh, somebody said, "Well, there was this one time when all of us from the band went to band camp." Wink emoji. Wink emoji. Uh-oh. Wink emoji. Ah, <laughs> uh, band camp. Text question of the day. We're doing the top five-ish right now. Uh, my favorite memory of school is when I went to each teacher and gave them candy so they'd vote me for student of the month. I won, by the way. Laugh face. Ha-ha. <laughs> Very well done. 
Number three. What is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Guys, my favorite memory in school was when they uh, let greased baby pigs loose in the hallways for senior prank day. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Did you guys do a senior prank day like that? Ours was a food fight that we had. We just organized all the seniors. And you had an organized food fight? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. We're going to have an organized uh, food fight right now. I like that one. Okay, let's go to number one because I missed number two. Oh, uh, I think this one might need a warning, Pig. Oink, it does. Oink, oink. Okay. <laughs> okay, really, Christine? It's a funny one. I figured you'd appreciate it. All right. What uh -oh. is your favorite memory from when you were in school? Guys, I'd have to go with losing my uh, V card, we'll say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To the hottest nerd girl in the nerd group, making me, of all the nerds, De facto king. <laughs> <laughs> king of the nerds. I'm king of the nerds. King of the nerds. That's like uh, that movie with DiCaprio. What is that? Which one? The movie where he's on the uh, edge of the uh, edge of the floaty boat. Oh, Titanic. Oh, Titanic. And he's, uh, I'm king of the nerds, but he's uh, king of the world. King of the world. <laughs> Same thing. I love it. I love it. Okay, I want to play a fun game with you guys real quick here. It's just I don't know if this is worthy to be added to the list i don't know if you know this or not but we have many many games that we've played on the show it all started with one game and became spin-offs yeah it started off with what's that sound name that sound there's a sound name it and then it turned into what's that song what are these little boys doing to each other how did this girl hurt herself what's in fish's purse who is this celebrity who <laughs> what's this man hiding in his pants what's she doing to this man what were these women arrested for who's laughing now what's scarier who's that celebrity faking humility <laughs> uh let's see what else here what do they take from this woman who is this kid talking to know that hoe think fast What's that woman doing with a rubber chicken? What is this woman crushing with her thighs? And what are they doing to that dog? Wow. Oh, wow. And that's, that's the abbreviated version. That's a lot of spin-offs right there. Many games. Many, yes. many games. Well, this one is Guess That Howl. So if it's worthy, add it. If not, I think okay. it might just be a one and done. So here's what I have for you. It's a, it's a fast little game we're going to play. There are four howls. One of them is a dog. Mm -hmm. Three of them are dudes just sitting near the dog. Okay. So see if you can guess which howl is from a dog. Okay. Do you hear it? I'll play it again. There's four howls. Okay. This is not as easy as you think. I think it. Play sweet. Oh, Steve is going to be offered the chance to go oh. first because you've won many games. But by all means, Steve, go right ahead. Christine has won many games. So, Steve, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay, now, Christine, before you guess, I'll play it one more time. Okay. I'm going to go with the third howl. The third howl, yep. Steve. Oh, I should have went first. That's what I was going to guess, too. <laughs> I'll go with the fourth howl, I You're guess. You're going to go with the fourth howl. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to play one more time. Steve has now gone with the fourth, and Christine's gone with the third. Uh-huh. I, I heard no one lock it in. Ka-chunk. <laughs> that's, that's a ticked off lock in. Yeah, area. that's Steve. It's an unhappy lock in. 
I need to figure like out a lock out wet or something. Yeah. It's like it's like a sloshy walk, and she's got the soggy locket. You got the soggy locket. All right, I'm we'll locking in my soggy answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm gonna throw it up on the uh, screen. Okay, you ready? Yeah. yeah. See if you can guess that howl. <laughs> Two, three. You were right. Wow. Steve, what's the answer? The answer is the last one. I'm a winner. You are the winner. Three. Aren't you glad I went first now? Yeah. Three guys sitting on a couch start howling, and then the dog jumps in. Guess that howl. You won, Steve. I'm, I'm such a winner. Yeah, you are the champion. Do you feel like... Excited, or do you feel let down because it wasn't your real answer? I feel great. I feel so great. I can howl. Ow! There you go. That's <laughs> very odd. You ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car and go to work. The Connie and Vince show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Ooh, like. Shaka, Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 